Sometimes you might need a pick-me-up, a push in the right direction, some words that help put you back on track. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast with your motivational moment. Good morning! Welcome to your motivational moment from the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. My name is Chris Jags and I'm bringing you another moment of motivation for you. Just a little booster to keep you going throughout the week, to keep you motivated and chasing that goal of yours. So a question for you, are you ready to get pumped up? Are you ready to get fired up? Of course you are! This week we have the entrepreneur and author, Ed Milet. I have to admit, I only came across Ed the other day when I found this clip on YouTube. And well, he can bring the storm to you. So enough from me, let's pass the pod over to Ed. For most people, with enough failure, enough setbacks, enough adversity, you can buy them. They will relent, they will sell their dream, they'll sell their kids, they'll sell their future. This is the truth. You remember I said this to you because you're going to face this moment. There's going to be a point in time in your life where what you know is not enough. And if you're me, when I arrive at those points, i got to find something higher than me to pull me through. That's me. How many of you would consider yourself, I shouldn't ask you that. If you consider yourself a person of faith, you relate to what I'm talking about. You will eventually in your life arrive at a point where all your preparation, all your knowledge will not be enough, and you're gonna have to rely on your faith and the decision you've made where you've negotiated the price in advance before it hits. Because for most people, enough of that, they'll relent. Yeah, it just wasn't for me. Yeah, it's just, you know, the industry, the market changed, interest rates went up. You know, we went into that market where just everybody was getting their butt handed to them. You know, I learned all this stuff, just the timing was right. Or, you know, you don't know about where I live. Where we live, this stuff doesn't work. And you sell your dream. And what you do when you do that is you sold your children's future. You've sold your own future. You've sold your legacy. You've relented and you've given in. I want you to think about that. Because when you go, nah, it wasn't for me. Nah, nah, nah. That's the easy way out. Nah, I decided I'm not going to pay that big a price for my grandkids' future. I've decided I don't want to really retire my parents. I've decided I don't really want to be somebody. I've decided I don't want to accumulate enough money to fund that church. I've decided all this stuff I say about who I want to be and what I want and all that other stuff, I kind of want it, contingent on it's not too hard. And that's what most entrepreneurs do. In fact, in a year of the 500 people here, there will be several hundred of you who have already sold your family down the river. And I say that to you so that you can begin to negotiate the price in advance. I love you. I want you to win. I want to see you prosper. I want to see magic happen for you. And if you don't, while you're at this meeting, all the notes, all the logistics, make a decision that no matter how big the price gets, as long as it's legal, ethical, and moral, I'm going to pay it. I've negotiated advance. My will to win, my family's dreams, my future is not for sale. And guess what? We're going to enter a market, especially in the real estate space, the next five years, we're going to weed out all the people who haven't made that decision. We're going to weed them all out. And those of us that stay, and by the way, I've made the vast majority of my wealth in real estate. By the way, when you get any wealthy speaker that comes speak to you, they either made their money in tech or real estate, eventually. Now, I cash flowed in the financial services business, but I invested in real estate. But I made a decision a long time ago. My children, their dreams are not for sale. You can't beat this dude. I'm not the smartest. 
right? I'm not the brightest. I may not have the, all the best information, but I'm going to outwork you, and you would have to kill me to get me to stop chasing my dream. Have you made that decision? By the way, I'm looking at some of your faces. Have you made that decision? Let me show you something. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to give you some hope. If I'm click back on there, guys. Can I go to the, the, my presentation, guys? There you go. Is that a beautiful home or what? That's my home in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Ryan Stuman's been there. I think most people that visit it, I've had uh, some of the wealthiest people in the world visit that house, some of the most famous people in the world. Guy playing in the Super Bowl next week visited that house. That balcony right there is where Tony Robbins told me I'm an effing loser. Um, this is one of four homes. I'm only at this, by the way, this property is 2,000 feet of lake frontage. Um, I've got three or four boats out there, sea dews the whole thing. That's the guest cabin. The roof is all copper. Not to brag about the house. I'm not going to get into all the details of the house. But every room's a piece of art. Took four years to build. And those shingles on there are handmade copper shingles, individual shingles. It's one of the most, my windows are made of copper. It's sort of a bizarre bananas property, right? Most people that have been there say it's the most beautiful home they've ever been to. It's something I'm very proud of, uh, especially as a young guy to have that house. I'm there just, you know, I don't know, 45, 60 days a year. It's a dream of mine. Every morning we get up, I boat to my golf course, we boat to dinner. I don't even ever drive, I have a Raptor up there, I don't even ever drive my truck up there. It's a dream. I pictured that place for years. I pictured that place for years. We live in Laguna Beach on the oceanfront. I met my wife, we grew up in Pomona. Any of you from Southern California? Pomona is not um, Laguna Beach. And we would take little trips down there when we were young and I'd, I'd walk around the beach and we were like 15, 16, same beach. My daughter jammed a shovel in her face the other day and about the same age. And I said, baby, we're gonna live here someday. Someday I'm gonna make all this happen. Someday our dream's gonna come true. It was a dream in my mind. And then I went up and played golf in Coeur d'Alene one time with John Elway. And I'm like, that's where I'm gonna live. But I couldn't afford the house. So listen, I'm about to tell you. I couldn't afford this. Everybody thought I was crazy. I would drive my boat and dream about this property. All it was was a hill. See all those rocks right there? I'm gonna make a point to you in a minute. I kept driving by. All there was was that cabin you saw before. Okay, it's, it's a spectacular home. And I kept wanting to buy the house, wanting to buy the house, wanting to buy the property, rather. And I couldn't afford it, and the guy wouldn't sell it to me, but I kept coming after him, coming after him, coming after him. You will have real estate deals like this. I kept pursuing it and pursuing it and pursuing it. And finally, I caught the guy in the middle of a divorce, and he goes, all right, you can buy it. It's X amount of money. I went, I don't have that much money. But I'll give you my Rolls Royce, my boat, my other house, and this amount of cash. And he took it. My family's like, you're crazy. That's way too much money for the property. You can't afford it. Listen to me. It's going to sound like your life. What was wrong with the other house? What was wrong with where you were? It was nice. When's enough enough for you? My gosh, you had a nice house. You had a nice life. Why are you trying to buy real estate? Why are you getting, why, hey, you going to one of these stupid seminars where they're scamming you? Or, you, know, you can't afford that crap. Just Google it. <laughs> Days away, spending money, writing notes down you're never going to use. What's wrong with your life now? Well, that's what they kept telling me. I said, no, nah, I got a vision. I know what I want there. It's going to be spectacular. It's going to be one of the greatest homes in the country. They're like, yeah, you can't afford it, dummy. I'm like, well, I want it. We started to build the house. I started to want to build the house. I brought the architect out. I brought the contractor out. And the contractor goes, you, you aren't really like putting, putting a house here, are you? And I'm like, well, yeah, because you can't build a house here. There's streams running through this whole house. There's running springs. Anything we build, water's going to spray up all over the damn place. And by the way, the whole hill is bedrock. 
You can't build a house here. That's why there wasn't a house here. You think no one else had the same idea you had? You think nobody else thought that would be a cool thing to do? You're the only one who found it? Your family's gonna say that. You think you're the only one trying to buy real estate? You think the only one with that idea? Everyone's buying real estate. Everyone's buying apartments. Everyone's flipping. Just watch Bravo TV or A&E. Everyone's doing it. You think that's so brilliant? I'm like, wait a minute, are you serious? My heart was racing. He goes, you can't build a house here. And my, arch- my, my architect's like, well, you could, but like, you'd have to like jackhammer the whole property. I'm like, oh, okay. And my family's like, I told you, you're out of your mind. That's when you don't do good on your first deal. I told you, I told you, I told you. And I said, well, what's this jackhammer cost? He's like, about 300 bucks for 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, how many minutes are we talking about? (laughs) I don't know. Three months later, the architect comes to me and goes, we got a problem. There's springs all over this place. The jackhammer's not getting done. You're just bleeding money. I already overpaid for the property. Now I'm, I can't even get a foundation poured on this thing because of all the dadgum rocks everywhere. I go out there one day. It's raining. He goes, it's raining. There's water everywhere. It's flooded. It looks like Beirut. Like literally there's rocks everywhere. I'm like, and I was literally crying. I'm like, what am I going to say to my wife? They were all right. I've lost my damn mind. Look at this. I made a mess. I've spent all the money I have. So I went backwards, not forwards. This happens as an entrepreneur, like way backwards. And then I'm sitting there going, shit, what did I get? I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I was okay before. What is wrong with me? When's enough enough? Crap. My architect goes, well, we could like dynamite the hill. I'm like, dude, you're the same guy I said we jackhammer the place. He's like, look, Ed, I, you know, I, I'm not even so sure the Lake Association, the city's not going to come by. Tell you, this is like an eyesore. You're going to have to haul all these rocks off of here, dude. That's another probably six, seven hundred grand to get these rocks out of here. I'm talking about 2,000 feet of frontage. This property's 100 acres, guys. You got to dynamite it, and you'd have to get all your neighbors' approval. I finally do that. I give his approval, and we literally dynamite my life, dynamite my property. And then the architect quit, and then the contractor quit. And my life was a mess. I was out of money. I was broke. And this is after I was already a relatively successful guy in some people's eyes. My wife's like, I told you, I told you, I told you. My dad's like, man, I told you. When is enough enough? Eddie, like, not everything you touch turns to gold. Not all this dreaming seminar stuff you go to works. Finally, I got another architect out there, and he's like, hey, I got an idea for you. And this is what God does in your life. He goes, I think we can repurpose all these rocks. It'll actually hold the house up. It'll actually hold the house up. We can do the foundation this way too. And so when you look, go back to the picture, guys. When you look at the house, my mess holds the house up. My mess protects my family's house from the lake. The Lord literally repurposed my mess and built me a masterpiece. See, in your life, you're going to create a mess. Everyone's going to think you're nuts. You're going to arrive at that time. But let me tell you something. If you want to build something real high and real special, the foundation has to go real deep. Most people can't tolerate the deep phase. I'm going to tell you, my God in heaven, my God in heaven, let me tell you what he did. He repurposed my entire mess and built me a masterpiece. It protects the house. When there's a flood, that house doesn't get hit because it's got a bazillion goddamn rocks all over the place. 
and then the foundation's that, those stones are that, the entire house is protected that way. And then we took the dadgum water and we diverted it into the most incredible waterfall. Ask Ryan Stuman you've ever seen in your life. There's a waterfall that runs from 100 yards up my hill all the way down cascading into the lake. Those rocks literally diverted the water that was coming from my family down into the lake. It repurposed my mess into building my dream. Let me remind you of something. Your mess right now in your life, if you got one going, does not disqualify you from making your dream happen. Everyone around you at some point is going to think you're crazy. There's going to be a point where your life was jackhammered and dynamited into a complete mess. And I'm telling you, from those greatest adversities, this is not rah-rah, I'm living proof of it, became one of my great dreams. And from that home is where I met all my mentors, have done the majority of my business deals. My net worth since I built that house has increased about $300 million from that mess, right? I tell you that. I tell you that because that's gonna happen for you. You gotta be able to bend time. Man, I, do you hear me on this? There's a few things I know in my life, and I know what I'm telling you is right. Now, you better be able to do all the things you don't want to do as long as you can, so you can do all the things you want to do. You got to do all the things you don't want to do as fast as you can, so you can do all the things you want to do for as long as you can, because you got eight years left. Time's clicking. And that was the hurricane, Ed Milet, who, you know, he puts many people in place, especially when they have doubt about their own dreams. It is quite a story about how Ed actually built his dream home. He had the vision of where it was going to be, and despite the opinions of others, as well as a few minor issues along the way, he did exactly what he set out to do. If you'd like to watch the video in full on YouTube, you can find it by searching for Find and Flip Summit 2019, and it's about an hour and 24 minutes. Now, if you're pumped up and ready to go, come and get yourself on the calendar for free. Your free LDL Power Call, 30 minutes dedicated to you, is waiting for you to book. Let's get you moving in the right direction before you lose sight of the direction. Don't delay your big plan any longer. The time is now to start to move forward. Don't let the opportunity slip away another day. Come over to ldlcall.com, find an ideal slot, and we'll speak soon. But as for now, I'll be back with you tomorrow, and I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening. You can find more motivational moments at learndeveloplive.com and we'll be back to inspire you again tomorrow.